crazy ideas do you have now? Uh, so in this one, we're going to uh, put a lot of mayonnaise on Cody. <laughs> okay. Get him really drunk. Okay. He allowed the mayonnaise. I don't know. We agreed on that already before you hopped on. And then we leave him in the, <laughs> we leave him in the middle of the woods. Oh. Um, and that's it. <laughs> that's the episode. That's the episode. <laughs> and we rate it in Joe Pesci's. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. And Kevin's ass says that idea is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin, you're just showing hole on the pod. <laughs> showing hole. <laughs> awesome. So what's up, boys? Well, I see Jake's drinking a water. Jake, did you not grab a brewski? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see. I lost. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I got a Stella too, actually. This episode is sponsored by Stella Arquois. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine. Sponsor us. Ew, dude. Miller Lite. Miller Lite. We'll take Miller Lite. Yeah, it's not fancy, but it's union run, so I love that. Yeah, we support unions here on Comics and Chronic. I, obviously, our fans are the commies. Yeah. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be out of, totally out of character if we did not support you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We are, we are the working man's podcast. The working man's nerd podcast. Yeah. Yeah, people literally tell us they listen to this at work. Like, you know, they'll put on a bunch of episodes throughout the day, you know, and it passes the time away. So if you're not doing that, you should just listen to us when you're at work. Yeah, don't, don't work. Don't work. Yeah, don't work at all. Just listen, listen to, to us and, and get high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need to do. Do I do I do I sound all right? Can you guys hear me? You, Dude, sound, you sound nice, wonderful. Nice. I got this. The new position of the microphone, I think, is uh, pretty right. Cute. It works. That's it. That's the yeah. microphone's a little G spot right there. <laughs> the microphone G spot. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to find it for Cody earlier. We're getting there. We're getting there. We'll get there one day. One day. I finally ordered my headset. Hey. Yeah, the cat ear headphones coming when are back. They, when are they going to come? Uh, next week. Nice. Dude, I bought some. First time I've actually bought weed in a while. I haven't been smoking, honestly, for like the last probably month, to be honest. Me too. Weird. I also just started like smoking again like yesterday and then tonight again. Well, like a month ago, even before I had like COVID, my my asthma was acting up and I was just using my inhaler like an absurd amount. And so I was kind of like very wary of smoking. So I was just doing edibles. But I was like, you know what? I feel good today. So I bought some infused joints. So it's got Keith. Got some Keith on the uh, outside and some resin on the inside. Hell yeah. That's really cool. Is there like a special name for that? Uh, It's called the Jake special, actually. Oh, Dude, uh... I, unlike you guys, my smoking, I haven't been smoking this much weed in a long time. Yeah, but you took a break not too long ago. I feel like around December, you, you were on like a little hike. We all take little breaks every now and then. Oh, yeah. I'm not judging. I'm not disappointed. In I would never guys. feel judged by you, Cody. I'm not broken hearted here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> I was thinking today, like, there's just, like, we're comics and chronic, right? But it feels like, why is, like, in comics, like, Wolverine could go sit at a bar and have a beer, but he, he can't go, like, smoke a joint. Like, what's Dude, the huge deal? You know Logan be getting high. Wolverine <laughs> might not, but Logan gets high. Logan, yeah, Logan. Really? Right. I don't, Logan doesn't, he's, he's like a cigar smoking beer kind of guy. I don't know. 
Logan is also hundreds of years old. I don't think he is smoking marijuana. I think he, that's why he's smoking marijuana. Dude, <laughs> I Logan's disagree. done everything, bro. Yeah, man. I disagree. He's been on some spiritual journeys. He's done psychedelics. Come on. Has yeah. he? Is that canon? No, we're just saying. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, imagine living hundreds of years. Dude, none of us have made it 30 years without doing psychedelics. So. That's a great That's point. True. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I made it 20 years without doing psychedelics. Yeah, hey, I, I made it 16. 16 years. <laughs> what was the first psychedelic you did? Mushrooms. Nice. Nice. Same yeah, here. It was a nightmare the first time. Okay, what was the first drug you guys did that wasn't weed? Alcohol. I mean, not not alcohol. Yeah. I'm talking about like drugs, classic drugs. Uh, Coffee. No. Like, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, okay, cocaine. Okay. Cocaine. I think for me it was ecstasy or molly. It was either cocaine or it was mushrooms. It might have been mushrooms, honestly. For me it was cocaine. mushrooms, yeah. Nice. No, I think I did molly. I did molly in my junior year of high school. For the first time, dude. Uh, nice. It was actually did, to this day. It's probably the best role I've ever had. <laughs> the very first one. Yeah, the very first one. The first time I did it was when we saw Pretty Lights at uh, Bonnaroo. That one. That was the first before. time you did Molly. Yeah. Whoa, that was a fun time. Yeah, I danced my dick off, bro. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah, I rolled my face off at Pretty Lights. Yeah, that one was crazy. And then we almost died the next year at Ice Cube or Skrillex. <laughs> both. They both almost killed. Yeah, they both we almost took killed. We took Ice it during Cube. Ice Cube, but we almost died during Skrillex. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I'm never... <laughs> I haven't done it since then until like a month or two ago. Remember? That's how traumatized you were. <laughs> yeah, I was scared. Can yeah. I just say when when you guys casually just say we almost died? Like I think me and probably a lot of people listening are like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like we laugh yeah, in the I, face of death, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, if I got upset about every time I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And if I got upset about every time I almost died with Cody. Because <laughs> I feel like the majority of the times I have almost died were in fact with Cody. At least a handful of yeah, them. Yeah, definitely promise. a lot of them. So. <laughs> yeah, but that was a fun time. Almost dying was a fun time. <laughs> it made you feel alive. Uh, pfft, no, actually, dude, the Molly kicked me in the nuts. I like literally had to leave a crowd of fifty thousand to go and vomit. Oof! And well, then almost died. It, yeah, yeah. And then it's funny because I came back, found everybody, and then like twenty minutes later, I had to go vomit again. And my body was just like vibrating, and I like had the wherewithal. I was like, dude, I'm gonna walk myself to the medical tent because I don't like. I'm kind of worried I'm gonna die. Out of nowhere, Cody burst through the crowd. And he's just like, Bleh! and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I just killed everyone because I, I brought the Molly from New York. I was like, damn it. I just killed me and Cody. And I think Cody went off back to the campsite with his girlfriend. And I was making my way to the medical tent. But all of a sudden, I had to like diarrhea out of nowhere. So I was like, all right, let me just go do that really quickly. Went to the porter potty. Fucking blew that shit up. Right after that, I was like, oh, OK, I'm good. And I just stopped feeling like death. <laughs> <laughs> but for a while, I was like genuinely worried. I was like, my heart might explode. 
Yeah, dude, I was scared. Yeah, I was scared too, dude. I was like, this, this Molly's intense. I was fine until there was one point in time when I looked at Jake and he was like, do you want to go to the medical tent? And I was like, why? And he was like, I, I don't want us to die. And I was like, wait, that could happen? <laughs> well, the best part is because I think for a while you thought I was being like, ridiculous but then you barged out and went and started vomiting and i was like oh great (laughs) i was like great i just killed everyone it was actually cody's (laughs) fault because he suggested that we take it on an empty stomach all of it all of it yeah which was like a lot (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know me (laughs) but we're survivors you know that's how we do (laughs) we are that was our war (laughs) that was your year one oh snap (laughs) <laughs> Cody and Jake year one yeah. <laughs> more like beer one am I right Welcome to another episode of Comics and Chronic. I am one of your hosts, Jake FH. You already know the homies Cody Cannon and Anthony Inacho are here with me today. We talk Batman Year One by Frank Miller and what's the Italian guy's name? The artist? David Mazzicelli. Yeah, David Mazzicelli. Mazzicelli! Mazzicelli, Paisan. Mazzicelli. Yeah, or Mazzicelli, I think. There's an H in there. Ah, in Italian, you don't pronounce the H. It's so like bruschetta is actually pronounced bruschetta. Yeah, bruschetta. Hey, I'll say it however the Jesus, fuck I Anthony, want. Anthony, aren't you Italian? You should fucking know this. Yeah, my last name is Iannaccio with two C's, and we use the H sound in that. Yeah, but that's two C's. When it's spelled with an H, yeah, you don't actually pronounce this, the H. But this guy has two C's and an H. <laughs> oh, well, then that that I have no idea. Did you just try to Italian-splain me, I took Jake? Italian college. My teacher was Italian. You don't pronounce the... My dad is Italian. He was born <laughs> in Italy. <laughs> so ask him. Ask him if you pronounce bruschetta, bruschetta, or bruschetta. But they're not the same thing. But also, my dad's dialect is, like, not even what, like, so, like Italy has so many dialects. Well, yeah. Where is he from in Italy? Uh, so the name of the place is Montagano. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's not, it's not... Like is it's it a northern small Italy, town. southern Italy, middle Italy. It's like Italy. right in the middle. Oh, oh those middle, like those, those mid Midgard Italians. Yeah, we're the Midgardians <laughs> of Italy. <laughs> but like a lot of words, like my grandma's Italian, like where her fam- family's from in Italy, and I'm not even sure where that's from. The, like it's like a completely different Italian. Like there's just so many dialects in Italy, and they just all almost speak a different language. It's so it's so crazy because Italy was like almost never really a country for a long time. Like it was just different, separate states and shit. Like they just eventually were like, oh, we're Italy one day. You know what I mean? Well, they were like literally like separate houses, like Game of Thrones style. Yeah, exactly. We were yeah. the original Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Dagos. <laughs> oh wow 
I say, oh, wow, but like, no, I never. It's not even offensive. Like, yeah, exactly. I've only ever heard it in Always Sunny, actually. And I'm like, what does he mean when he says Dagos? And then it turns out it's Italian. You've never heard the, the term Dago before? No. No, that's hilarious. I've heard like Guinea, you know? Yeah, Guinea, Dago, WAP. Or, or WAP, yeah. Yeah, like when that song WAP came out, I'm like, is that, wait a minute, what? Wait, is she talking about Italians? <laughs> <laughs> okay. My wet ass paisans? <laughs> <laughs> Little culture here on Comics and Chronic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking year one is dope. I've read it before, but I recently watched the, uh, the animated film, which is honestly pretty much exactly the comic. Nice. I had yeah. I so I haven't seen the animated film in a while, but I did read it, and boy, is that a comic! It's a great. Is comic. that a comic? It's back when Frank Miller was, you know, in his like prime and not doing crazy ass shit quite yet. Well, it's also cool because that same creative team did Daredevil: Born Again. Have you guys read Daredevil: Born Again? It's like a classic. Like Frank Miller's run on Daredevil is as classic as his run on Batman. Well, so his, Frank Miller's run on Daredevil is him and Klaus Johnson. Klaus Jansen is the artist, right? But Born Again is this exact team, just like that arc oh, or yeah, that miniseries, whatever. I think it was. I've read Born Again, but I'm not honestly sure. But I've not read Born Again. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, I, Frank Miller is a, is a like a beast at grounding superheroes, especially like Daredevil and batman into like their gritty urban roots mm-hmm. yeah yeah for real reading the story what really like stuck out to me was the fact that like we've internalized the batman origin story like in our minds true facts but like this is like the origin story you think of when you think of batman yeah it's like almost i mean it's not necessarily canon but uh, is it correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't frank miller's year one like the introduction of the pearls to the death of the mom scene like back in the 80s or whatever i'm not sure but i'm not sure about that so i can't say yes or no but it would track to that point because the story's so definitive like we we were talking about stories that are just like so definitive like long halloween is literally a sequel to this like you could read this yeah. and then long halloween and it would follow perfectly yeah yeah it's also like it is definitely the first time catwoman is or like her origin story is that of a prostitute originally i, yeah. I don't think before that yeah. she was a, she was just a cat burglar she wasn't like a streetwalker yep or dominatrix really is what she kind of is. And we get to see yeah. her scratch Falcone's face. Yeah, which you're <laughs> right, because in Long Halloween, he already has. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. It's just so seamless. It's like yeah. it's stories that were written years apart and by different people, but to the point of that this is the, like, you need to read this. It's the same universe. Yeah, it, it like it's the Batman story that is like, you don't have to have read Batman comics before it. It could be you've read every Batman comic, but this one is like, like we, like the way I think about all-star Superman, like this is that for Batman, like read this comic, whether you love Batman or you've never read Batman, like it's that story. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, once again, it's like, it is the quintessential, like it is a quintessential Batman story has all the classic elements of like the noir mafia detective shit. Mm-hmm. And like, it's him fighting organized crime, which is honestly my favorite, iteration of batman because that's how he originally started like long before they started making kooky characters he was just fighting like mafia guys yep yeah exactly this story doesn't have 
they hint at the Joker at, at the, the end. very end. Yeah. But it's not about Batman's like psycho villains. Yeah. It's about it's about Bruce Wayne returning to Gotham and becoming Batman for the first time. Like it's a four issue series, but he doesn't even have the costume at first. It's like that fresh in Batman's career. Yeah. So basically just as a brief synopsis for all the listeners that don't know, he's been gone for twelve years, I think. Something uh, like yeah, that. 12 years. Yeah, twelve years. Pretty much. It seems like he left pretty much after his parents got murdered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah as a as a tween. As a tween, <laughs> yeah, he fucking dips out. You're not quite sure what he does, but you obviously know that he trains and fights and forensics d- does all that. F- learns forensic shit. Yeah, learns all his like best skills. Yeah, but it's also cool that this isn't. Like he doesn't become Batman because he's necessarily like afraid of bats so much as like he's sitting in the study and a bat like storms out of nowhere and sits on the the marble bust of his father. And he's like, that's it. I will be Batman. So it's not even like it's not even like in the classic versions where it's like, oh, I'm so afraid of bats that I'll turn my fear into something I can use on criminals. It's more like, oh, shit. All right. Batman. It's kind of just like a bat crashes through the window. He's like, OK, that's yeah. it. So, like, what would have happened if it wasn't a bat? What, like, what if something what if it was else possum that, like, crashed in the <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I will become a possum. Because <laughs> they poss- dead. I mean, possums are also nocturnal creatures. So, I'm just saying. I will be a creature of the night that eats garbage. Exactly. And ticks. Dude, they rummage through garbage, and Batman rummages through the trash of Gotham, you know? Ooh. <laughs> the underbelly. You mean possum filth? man? Possum man. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we're building up a rogues gallery, our own rogues gallery. We have Possum Man, and in the Phantasm episode, you'll hear about another Gotham villain we created. (laughs) We got to write these down (laughs) to remember. Cody, (laughs) Cody, what were you saying? Sorry. Wait, what? I thought you were going to say something, but I think I cut you off. Yeah, it's fine. It's gone. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to come back. back. Yeah, bring it back. No, it's fine. But yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I like that intro. This is just like the best intro. The art is like, I really love the art. It's like perfect for an early Batman tale. I don't know. This is just like definitely top 10 best Batman tales ever told. Definitely best origin, in my opinion. This is also cool going back like to the art is that, and the art is good, but like it's pretty simple, you know, like. Yeah, there's not a lot going on mm. with the color palette and the art, but like I think it's almost sensity esque. Yeah, yeah, it is very squared off and whatnot, edgy, I guess, angular, angular, angular. But yeah, definitely one of the best Batman tales. Uh, love all, all like Selena Kyle as the prostitute. Love uh, how just like Jim like Gordon. How- it's it's kind of a Jim Gordon origin story. Yeah. Exactly. It's more of Jim Gordon. There's actually a lot it's of like Jim Gordon, old, to be honest. It's it's yep. like told almost from it's like a mixed perspective. It's like almost half Jim Gordon. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's definitely like a half Batman, half Jim Gordon story. Yeah, and I love Jim Gordon. I always love Jim Gordon's Dude, stories. He's like he's a, he's a, a cool cop. character. And like you root for him in this because he's Gotham's full of corrupt cops. Yeah. And he's the only one that's like willing to do some good shit. Dude, when he beats the shit out of Flash and leaves him naked on the side of the road. Yeah, he fucks him up. Yeah. Dude, like Jim Gordon's not taking shit. Yeah, Jim Gordon's a tough cookie. Yeah, he's a, t- he's a tough cookie. <laughs> I actually like him more for like, so there. remember the the part where there's a hostage standoff and he he there's this like crazy dude who's talking nonsense. And he, he has, has his a little kids. Girl, his kids, his own yeah. kids. He like has them hostage or whatever. 
And Gordon goes in there because he knows if the other cop goes in, he's just going to, everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to die. The kids will get shot accidentally. Yeah. And the way he handles it and he just takes the guy out and it's just like he does it because he's fucking Gordon. Like he he does the right thing. Like him and Batman are like buddies, but their philosophies just differ at like a certain point. Yeah. Also, yeah. it's cool that like, it, I feel like it's kind of implied that Jim Gordon has like prior military training. Like he's served in the army before. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's cool. Before yeah. he was like, and then yeah, before I like that. He's also like, he comes from Chicago. So we already, he already like knows corruption. That's even why he transferred. Cause I think he tried to take down some corruption there and they made him fuck off. And then he yep. just finds the same thing in Gotham, but like slightly worse. Yeah. Yeah. And so he just fights. Yep. Yeah. Gordon does it. He doesn't do it quite by the book, but he does it. He's a, he's a true believer in the law. Yeah. And then the coolest thing about him is like, yeah, he, he always is the cop that walks with straight and narrow and like, yeah, he, he's going to follow like the rules to a T more or less. But when it comes to Batman, he's like throwing the rule book right out the fucking window. Yeah. yeah. Because him and Batman are the only ones who are like doing the right thing for Gotham, it seems, at least especially in this story. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, I really like that this story cements the foundation of the relationship uh, that Jim Gordon and Batman have. Yep. Bros yeah. for life. Bro, bros, bros for, for life. life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, at, the, at the end of the comic, he does save Gordon's baby. And Gordon knows. Yeah. That's the cool thing. Is that in the, I remember in the comic, Gordon knows Bruce. When he saves the baby, he like looks. And he realizes Bruce Wayne's Batman, and he says, "Like your secret's safe with me." Yeah, exactly. So therefore, you know, like exactly. for the rest of their relationship, whereas like in other canonical continuities, Jim Gordon doesn't know Batman is Bruce Wayne. But in this one, like it starts yeah. off, like he does know. Yeah, yeah, which is cool because it's, it's just like, cool because they're gonna be like tight. He lets life. it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And he it's it's like something he knows is not by the book, but he lets it happen because it's it's actually helping Gotham. He's the only one that could see like this dude is the only one that's like you said, if he was a possum man, he's taking out the trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Possum man taking out the trash. <laughs> that's Batman's Ooh. dilemma. Gotham just has so much trash and it never goes away. Instead of the utility belt, he has a pouch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are, uh, are possums marsupials? Yeah. Is that whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Yep. They're also like rare they rarely bite people. Like and they're not they're not True. harmful. Like they're really good for the environment. They eat ticks. Yeah. So his his enemy would be the tick. Oh, the tick. We should have possums on this podcast. We should get possums on this podcast. We should. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a possum. Hissing. Yeah. We have our own like pet Avengers starting to form. There's like Kevin. Yeah. Randy's their arch enemy. Yeah, Randy's the Loki for sure. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of pets, it's cool that Catwoman gets inspired to even like start donning a costume after seeing Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool because that like it does Loki mean like that Batman does influence these crazies to dress up and call themselves a this or a that. Like yeah. so it's like he is to the blame for both the rise in crime <laughs> and like the lowering of crime. Yeah. Mm. What's crazy is that in this story, Batman is Bruce Wayne is 25 years old. 
So I'm like wondering, like, <laughs> can you imagine me at 25? <laughs> 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 going to fight crime? <laughs> 25 i'm pretty sure 25 year old me once got dabbed too hard and had to pull over so jake could finish the drive i think we both got (laughs) dabbed too hard and we both had to wait in the car for like an hour (laughs) dude all i'm saying is we were not batman that's for damn batman is a man of strong will and resolve yeah. <laughs> Very and focused. Lots of, lots of money, of course. Yeah. Funny though, when I was younger and really into Batman the animated series, I was always so fascinated in how perfect Bruce was. And I used to like beat myself up when I felt like a slacker. I'd be like, dude, no superhero would be lazy like you are right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to say that shit to myself. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're not Bruce Wayne, Cody. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. An ideal you can never live up to. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Dude, I, I love that Batman in this story tries to uh, save a young, like, child female prostitute from this pimp. It just ends up getting, like, stabbed by the prostitute and other, like, street people and hookers and shit. Yeah, first he gets hookers his were, ass Hookers kicked. were just, prostitutes were just beating on Bruce Wayne in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, when he's first, his first couple runs of things didn't go the way he wanted. Yeah. He like kept barely getting away, and it wasn't until the Batman cra- the bat crashed through his window that he actually started using fear as one of his strongest weapons. Yeah, he was like, maybe I shouldn't go around in a skull cap just punching prostitutes in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is also I also liked about the comic is that it's like you know once again like we've talked about it before with Long Halloween and the other ones. Like it just obviously it's it's 1980s New York. Like it feels like 42nd Street 1980s. Yeah, yeah. Like back when like New York was in its heyday crime wave. You know, like that's what I like. I also love about it because, I mean, yeah, I just like when Gotham is clearly New York. Yeah, it makes it feel more realistic, and yeah. in a way, Marvel New York doesn't usually. No, not except for like oh, and not, and not even touching Batman, but Daredevil. Like that's the closest oh, yeah. you get to seeing a gritty Marvel New York. Yeah, true. Yeah. But even then, like, Batman's gritty, like, Gotham, New York is still just a level, like, I don't know, it's a grit. Yeah. It's like the same kind of feel that New York and Watchmen has. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, these roving gangs and junkies will attack you. Yeah, very similar. I was even thinking, very similar, though, I was even thinking while we were recording Uh, I don't remember what one of you guys said, but it made me realize that there are elements of year one that I feel like were almost implemented in that Watchmen series that came out. Like, Mm. uh, just like with the corrupt cops and everything and everybody, all the, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just high. I think I'm confusing ideas, crossing. You're crossing streams. Crisscross applesauce. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, dude, I love Batman. I really love the scenes when Batman first like makes himself seen and how he intimidate you like really uses fear against his enemies before he even starts like arresting them and stuff like that. Oh, when he's in the mansion with all the corrupt politicians and gangsters and everyone. Yeah. And he like turns out the lights and lights that candle and he's like, I'm going to fucking make sure you all get what's coming to you. Yeah, that was such a cool moment. Yeah, that is a cool moment. It's true. Like, this comic really hits on him 
like using fear. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that you often like that people sometimes forget about that Batman is like a, f- a symbol of fear to criminals. Well, yeah. Cause whenever like, especially in his beginning stories, everyone's like, Oh yeah, this giant six foot bat with teeth came at me. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't ever believe in it. You know. Yeah, like, it yeah, always right. sounds like, like an guy, urban myth. Like, yeah, what the Mothman or whatever, and <laughs> the Mothman. Or they're like a guy dressed in a bat suit. Yeah, okay, get out there, do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, go arrest that junkie fuck. <laughs> 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 I would love to play a corrupt Gotham police officer in like a <laughs> Batman Man, movie. You would do a great job, Jake. You yeah, would. I should be Flash in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to plant cocaine on people and then like <laughs> arrest them. <laughs> <laughs> then get the sheep shit beat out of you by Jim Gordon. Yeah. Tied naked. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. They're making the uh, Gotham Central HBO Max show. Dude, you guys should read Gotham Central. That's honestly one of my favorite like comics. It's very slept on and underrated. That's Brew Breaker, isn't it? It's Brewby Baby. Brooby baby. <laughs> Ever since you said that, I was driving with the car the other day. And I thought about that correctly. <laughs> if we ever get him on the show, we'd be like, so, Brooby baby, tell me. Uh, what? He's, like, He's like, don't, please don't call me that. <laughs> uh, first question Mind if we call you Brooby baby? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh that's Uh, awesome uh but yeah gotham central is cool and also like that really like gotham central really hits on all the themes we've been talking about as far because it's strictly like it's like the wire but with gotham central batman is barely in it he's like in the backdrop you know he's out there doing whatever Mm -hmm. and it has like some weird villains like some it has like really interesting use of villains in it it's pretty cool honestly and it would make for a great hbo show so i'm glad they're making it Dude, especially if it's is it HBO helming it or is it like yeah yeah it's like how Peacemaker is HBO yeah okay, and I think cool. Matt Reeves might be involved I'm not sure that well they're sick. also they're also making a Gordon's gonna be in it and then they're also making the Penguin show and it seems like they're building nice. a lot off of this new Batman universe so does that mean it's Jeffrey Wright yeah it is Jeffrey Wright gonna is gonna be an nice. HBO show nice All we've right. already seen him in like as Arnold on Westworld so we know he's gonna be bomb. Yeah, dude, he was so good in Westworld. Yeah, even though that show fell off at the end, I didn't watch it. No, (laughs) I watched the first two seasons, I think, and I just think like I got an episode into the third, and then just kind of like lost interest. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the first season is the best. Season two, like in the middle, you kind of like start to be like, "Eh, all right, I'm kind of over it. Yeah, it just lost its momentum, I think. Yeah. Do you guys feel like Batman Begins borrowed a lot from Batman Year One? Oh, it was basically the same. For sure. Uh, Definitely right. borrows a lot, especially like in the beginning when he's like hopping from like building to building and getting fucked up. Like yeah, it definitely borrows a lot. Yeah, and then like uh not only that, but so there's that. There's even from the scene where like the first time Batman calls all the bats to Oh, Yo, you're right. I oh, forgot about yeah. that. He does that in Batman Begins actually. Yeah. 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 And everyone has to get rabies shots. Yeah, which is like pretty <laughs> fucked up, dude. Batman like <laughs> legit put everyone in like biohazard like uh fucking danger. Yeah. Dude, it was that one. I'll do yeah. anything for justice, even if it means giving an entire city rabies. <laughs> <laughs> that was him 
rat catcher moment. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, do you think rat catcher could like control specific rats with plague on them and she could like fucking destroy shit, you know? That'd be cool. Damn. That'd be a good story arc. Do you think Ratcatcher could control control bats? Because bats are just rats with wings. Are bats in the <laughs> are bats in the rodent family? I think so. It might be. I don't know. You seem to know a lot about yeah. which species is part of which family today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching Animal Planet or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, when I was a kid and I was homeschooled. I used to just read encyclopedias <laughs> sometimes. So I just like no random facts about animals. <laughs> You're like C- C- Cody Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> One variant of me is Cody Feige. Cody <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Can you do a Steve Irwin impression? Yeah, can you, yeah, what's your Aussie accent? Let's hear it. Dude, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> is it? <laughs> We should still hear it. Crikey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the only thing I honestly know to do is to do that. Uh, Oi, uh, Russell Crowe's fighting around. Oi, Tiger! You remember <laughs> yeah, that? Uh, yeah, South Park. South Park. South Park. <laughs> yeah. That was the only time I ever tried to imitate an Aussie accent. I heard someone <laughs> once say that if you want to say razor blades in an Australian accent, you say rise up lights. Rise up lights. <laughs> Rise up lights. Rise up lights. I mean, yeah, like, oh, rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise of lights. Evans, but. He's like, hey, you guys talking about Sandman again? No, we're done. No, we spent the whole month talking about Sandman. Stupid cat. We, yeah. Orange tabbies. Oh, I love, I mean, this is totally off topic, completely off topic, but I loved how in the Sopranos finale, fucking Pauly hated that they had the cat. cat. (laughs) And he talked about that thing when he says they breathe the air out of babies. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yes. Yeah. That Christopher came back as a cat. (laughs) Yeah. He's like that fucking cat staring at that picture of Christopher Tony. He's like, we moved the picture. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, but yeah, I do love, this is just like another good kind of, I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it, Anthony, but you really could read The Long Halloween as a sequel Mm -hmm. to this. Batman seems a bit more experienced, though, in Long Halloween, but it seems like it takes place right after. It's weird. I think it's, I think like a year or so after, but he's definitely way more seasoned in Long Halloween. He has like gadgets and Batmobile and shit. And so, yeah. like, all this said, I feel like a huge with, amount of rogue gallery in one year. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like the Batman, the movie coming out, or the movie that's probably out by the time, I don't know, the movie that we haven't seen whenever. yet. Yeah. Whenever. I think it's definitely going to be a year two kind of Batman, which is awesome. Matt Reeves already that. said that it takes, he's already in his second year as Batman. Yeah. And he said it's not an origin story either. Yeah, and that's the kind of Batman I love. Like, this is a great origin story, but I love where he's at right after this. I like, I prefer Batman when he is already like being Batman. Like, he's already. Yeah, I prefer Batman, Batman yeah. being Batman too. I've heard his origin a billion times. Now, how many times yeah. do we have to see the Waynes get shot? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully more. <laughs> yeah. Cody's all for families dying. Yeah, Remember, you that's like his have stance. this weird. <laughs> 
familial fetish with them being murdered. (laughs) (laughs) What families? What? Dude, what are you talking about? Mortal Kombat, you want Cole's family to die. In Hawkeye, you wanted his family to die. Dude, you you stay talking about wanting people's families to die. We don't need all these characters, man. Throw them away. (laughs) (laughs) Make it brutal. Give them something to fight over, you know? That's hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> what what isn't in this origin story which i feel like they changed later on so i guess it's not completely canon is that usually gordon is a cop that when bruce's parents get shot he's like there to help him yeah that wasn't honestly made till way later in the decades that yeah that's, that's what i mean like it's it's not something that's in the story like gordon's moving here from chicago but usually in newer stories like he's already been a cop in gotham but still kind of doing the same thing he's still not like in this story, he's a lieutenant. He's not commissioner yeah, Gordon yeah, yeah. yet. I prefer Jim Gordon not being in Batman's life as a kid. That's a little too much. It seems like a stretch. Yeah, yeah. it's just making everything have super tight content. Exactly, and it doesn't need that. Like just I'm cool with him it. being from Chicago or just not even. Yeah, like, I'd be much. I'd be much more a fan of Gordon as a not like like he's old. He, I'm fine with him being older. He can be an experienced, a seasoned cop. You know what I mean? But like, mm. I like him being maybe like a decade. Like if Batman's like 25, let's say Batman's 30. I want Gordon no older than 45. You know what I mean? I'm cool with him being like a little like if Batman's 40, I'm kind of cool with Gordon being like 50s, honestly, towards 60. Damn. He already has he already has a wife and kids, man. Barbara Gordon's like already like 17 years old. But wait, no, depending on which Gordon you go by. Right. In this story, though, this story, it's a baby. Yeah, it's a baby. Gordon's wife is named Barbara is named Barbara. She's pregnant and he's she's going to give birth or she does give birth to James. James. Right. James, who later yeah. in Batman continuity Comes is a like psycho insane. Killer, right? yeah. yeah, that's a pretty cool story too. That's I forget what that one's called. Scott Snyder writes it though. Yeah, that's cool. that's a cool Batman story. Yeah, yeah. Him having a son as a villain is not something I honestly like make canon in my universe of Batman, but <laughs> but he's I, there. He's there. I mean, yeah, he's just not like I don't think that's something we have to because once again, Scott Snyder made it, but Scott Snyder also made that like no more than what. 10 15 years ago so well i don't the, know if it he, hasn't been it hasn't been in the majority of jim gordon's like publication history yeah i i don't know if scott snyder like is if that's the origin of his son being a villain but i don't i also don't know if barbara like sometimes barbara like his there's his wife barbara divorces him no, but there's his wife barbara and then there's barbara gordon batgirl sometimes mm. it's his niece so i think at first it wasn't his daughter i think they also changed that yeah they can't make up their minds, bros. They can't make up their minds. I remember in certain things it was his niece. Which is all the more reason to kill off the entire family. <laughs> the <Bat> family. <laughs> Dude, uh, I honestly I haven't I don't I haven't kept up much with like Bat I know he has a huge roster, but once you go beyond the first three Robins and Batgirls, I kind of just start stop losing interest start losing interest. I kinda know what you mean, but there's some pretty cool plot lines. When it's done right. But the ones I do care about the most are for sure Batman. Honestly, I prefer Batman solo Dello. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like at most, Dick Grayson, Nightwing, the, yeah, Nightwing, the, the original Red three Robin, Batmans, Damian, or Robin. Batman. I like Damien. I like Damian Wayne as uh, Robin. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I like. I really like Damian Wayne Robin. I love Tim Drake Robin. Uh, I really love. 
Jason Todd. No, I'm not. A, I'm not the biggest fan of Jason Todd. I like Orphan. I like her. Orphan's all right. She's, she's pretty she's cool. cool. She could kick a lot of ass. And then I even Cassandra like Stephanie Kane. Brown. Yeah, Cassandra Kane, and then Stephanie Brown. Huntress. Spoiler, she's great. Uh, I'm not. A, I don't give a fuck about Huntress. Red Robin. Yeah, Red Robin's cool. That's Tim Drake. Yeah, Tim Drake. I, I prefer Barbara Gordon as Batgirl than I do as Oracle. Oh, I kind of like her more as Oracle. I feel conflicted because, yeah, I don't know how I feel about her being in a wheelchair and just being up in a tower. But I current mean, Batgirl isn't in a wheelchair, but she's still just Oracle. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. But like, she doesn't fight as Batgirl because, like, the reason she's not in a wheelchair is because she has like this spinal implant. Oh, but shit. like, I guess continuity wise, it's like if she fights, it could get fucked up. So oh. she's like, she she has to like not fight at all or maybe sometimes like be Batgirl, but for now she's just Oracle. Dude, Batman should make her like a robotic exoskeleton suit. Yeah. Like an yeah. Iron Man bat suit for her. Ooh, that would be cool. That'd be sick. But she already like has for himself in the comic. Yeah. yeah. Not with outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. All right. So I guess how many Joe Pesci's for Batman year one? I'm giving it six, man. Yeah, this is an easy six for me. Buy it, read it, watch it. Wow. Cody? I'm gonna give it five. Whoa! What what nerds at the five? I'm just fucking around, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the best. It's my favorite Batman origin story. I'm definitely giving it a six. I think uh, uh, any chance we get the, even if uh, initially I was gonna say I was thinking about saying I was like torn. Between- Are you only giving it a six because you want it to be six or six, or do you actually think it deserves a six? No, it deserves a six. Uh, earlier, I was going to give it like a 5.8 just to be a stickler. <laughs> okay. But then when Anthony gave it a six, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, now it's our first 666 of the year. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or as yeah, of boys. now in March. <laughs> <laughs> it took us to. A whole month. Because that's what this month is. March. Yeah, this is March. (laughs) This is totally March. Bat March. Bat March. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think it deserves an easy 666. It's like, it is, yeah. It's it's kind of the perfect. One of the best comics of all time. Yeah, and one of the, like, that's honestly the perfect Batman story. Yeah, totally. I would would definitely say, yeah, I agree. And and like I was saying before, short this could sweet. be your yeah, short and sweet. Yeah, very issues. short, very sweet. Tight keeps it tight, nice and tight. It could be your very first Batman comic, or it could be the most recent Batman comic. It could be your very last. Anybody. This could be, oh, you could yeah, read this could on your be. deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> you could read it on your deathbed, and you'd be like, "I'm glad I got to read this before I die." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it could be your last. <laughs> 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 <Hell yeah. laughs> Dude, that's sick. Well, hell yeah, man. 666. The year is beer one. Batman. Beer one. Oh, ba- yeah. Batman. Batman. Beer, one. beer one. Do you think Bruce Wayne would have a beer with us? Yes, but then he would be like, it's like, look into their nocturnal activities. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we could maybe squeeze them for information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batman would have fallen on load times if he needs to squeeze us for information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. What are you guys talking yeah. about? I'm a criminal overlord. Cody, Cody is high up in the Morgantown criminal uh, world. Yeah, Morgantown, <laughs> West Virginia. Are you yeah. the king? Yeah. 
He's traveling from Gotham to West Virginia just to get Cody. (laughs) 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 This place is a cesspool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's trying to throw me into Arkham. Oh, God. (laughs) It's like, I think he would actually enjoy Arkham. We should just. (laughs) (laughs) Arkham never makes sense to me because he knows it's shitty and he never he never fixes Arkham. Like if he fixed Arkham, he would fix his villains. Batman could fix the entire problems. Every problem that Gotham City has with his fortune alone. He is honestly as cool as Batman is. Bruce Wayne is still very much a one percenter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't use his wealth to actually better the city. It would be like if Elon Musk uh, decided to, you know, build his tanks that he was working on for a while and use them to fight crimes. Yeah. Alfred probably is like every day. He's like, Bruce, you could actually like use your money to build community like outreach centers and needle exchanges. He's like, no, Alfred. I need to beat the shit out of criminals. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally make like, yeah, yeah, like soup kitchens and homeless shelters. Like, no, yeah. yeah build me a jet. It's like, <laughs> I need a grappling hook. <laughs> yeah. I need an entire, why would I build soup kitchens when I could build a secret fortress? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. So Bruce Wayne is yeah. in all that game. Batman, Bruce Wayne is a narcissist, folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he never really, like, he never went to therapy after his parents got shot. He never resolved that trauma. No. Instead, he just recruits kids for his army. <laughs> Ooh, that's, dude, is Batman the actual, like, real villain of Gotham City? <laughs> Could be. Oh, Why has it never God. been fixed? Why? Yeah, seriously, he's been waging this war for like 80 years. Literally. Why is Superman just chill with him doing things the way he does them? Yeah, yeah Superman could fix Gotham in probably one year. Yeah, like Batman's like, no, I'm going to do it. I don't need your help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, everyone's always constantly in fear of their lives, but you know, okay. Yeah. You're cool, Every- I guess. Everyone's in fear of their lives in Gotham, but nobody really moves. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like all these wealthy elites are constantly terrorized by supervillains, but they don't ever like leave. Yeah. 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 They're like, this is nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's like some kind of crazy Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Once you leave, once you enter Gotham, you just can't leave. Yeah. You can't leave it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad the way I'm glad the Wayne's died on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> dude you and me both <laughs> i just think it's really presumptuous to start walking down alleyways named crime alley and think <laughs> and think you're gonna get out of it alive <laughs> yeah crime alley. Yeah. yeah true yeah come here martha let's go down this way <laughs> I like how in a lot of Batman comics, not in this one though, but like in a lot of Batman comics, when they flash back to that, like Bruce, they they kind of imply that, or at least from Bruce Wayne's point of view, it's his fault because he's like, "Come on, come on, I want to go to the movies," and they're like, "Okay, let's go to the movies." This stupid kid, and it's like, oh, I, you know, it's yep, it's, he he just like leads. I them like in. that he blames himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, it is kind of his fault. It's like, you, you could have stayed home, but no, you kept crying about going to see Zorro. I think it's more of the dad's fault. Why didn't, why didn't Alfred pick them up? Why didn't they take a taxi? Why did they decide to mm. walk down alleyways and shit? Yeah, well, that's a big thing, too. Actually, Bruce Wayne does kind of, like, it comes up sometimes when Alfred and Bruce Wayne are having, like, beef, 
where like you could tell Bruce Wayne resents a little, or at least Alfred thinks he always does that. The fact that he didn't, you know, it's like, no, Alfred will walk instead. And he didn't pick them up. Did he have like the night off and he was like, just Alfred is out banging hookers and doing blow and he couldn't. No, it's like <laughs> in a lot. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. I want to read. Alfred year one. Yeah. And it's just like the grimiest, most degenerative yeah. things. Yeah. I think you mean the new HBO show Pennyworth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or is that CW? It was, I think it was a Fox show or something. Uh, yeah, who the fuck knows? But no never, one, it wasn't even yeah, that. No it was like a random it. channel. I think it was like Epics or something like that. Pennyworth. I know it's on HBO Max now. Yeah, our ver- our version of Pennyworth would be Alfred's uh, in Vietnam, like he's a soldier in Vietnam. He's Vietnam. He's, he's fucking like killing Viet Cong. He's shooting up opium and heroin. Yeah, banging <laughs> Saigon whores and everything, like just doing gritty shit. Yeah. And then who walks into his apartment? Martha Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. What? <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it, you're like yes, yeah. No, I like what? didn't hear you at first, and I was like, oh wait, I was like, what? <laughs> Dude, do you think Martha Wayne was clapping cheeks with Alfred? Yeah, dude. Think that's why he stayed on to protect Bruce because he loved Martha. Oh, dude, there'd be that. That would be a really cool story if, like, I'm talking about like a one shot. Obviously, we're like, okay, yeah. so Alfred does have an affair with Martha, and Bruce is actually Alfred's son, but she never yeah. told Thomas. Ooh. You know, and Bruce finds that out, and that's Alfred biggest- kills. Tries to originally kill Thomas Wayne, but the dude botches the hit and ends up killing both of them. Oh, shit. Dude, this oh, is like the most corrupt Alfred we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Penny worthless. <laughs> Penny worthless. I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. He's from like Earth 666. Like, yeah. yeah. He's from Earth 69. He's just. Yeah, Earth 69. He's just a despicable human being. <laughs> Played by Pete Davidson. Oh shit! Oh god! Pete Davidson is Alfred Pennyworthless. <laughs> Call me Alfie P. Oh god! You're making me hate this. I'm cringing. <laughs> Alfred Pennyworthless. <laughs> he makes his money selling NFTs. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah. That's what the Wayne wealth is, is is from. It's from cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we should do a modern remake of Batman's Origins and just <laughs> scum it the fuck up. <laughs> Thomas is a crypto bro, like that's like like a like a tech bro, pretty much. Dude, the thing is, the thing, the fact of the matter is, Martha Wayne is an Instagram model on or TikTok model. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Alfred Pennyworth. Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we we should just make this. We should just the make most scumbag <laughs> versions of DC people in their universe. Like the <laughs> Superman in this universe yeah. must be super fucked up. Oh yeah, pretty really fucked up. Dude, uh, all I'm saying, uh, Alfred Pennyworth. I just want to I, I want to read this now. Honestly, Alfred Pennyworthless. <laughs> Dude, all I'm saying is uh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, what are you saying? Uh, I don't know. No. 
Okay. Oh, classic classic canon. Yeah. Dude, but uh oh it's not even funny anymore. I'm <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say it wouldn't be worse than some of the DC movies out there. That's uh, <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it'd be a great movie. It's actually like I don't know, I think it's actually a really good content. It'd be we should write it just for fan fiction. Like a one shot? Yeah, Alfred Pennyworthless. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, get Joey to draw it. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, you guys, I think that about does it. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in to our Bat March, where every week we are doing a different Batman, either comic or movie. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Check us out now. We have a website up and running. Yes, Comicsandchronic.com you can yeah. sign up for our email list. You can. What else can you do, Anthony? Oh, you can leave us a voicemail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can leave us a voicemail. Let us hear your beautiful voices. Tell us yeah. what you want us Ooh. to smoke about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we'll give, put it in an episode because it's audio. And then you can hear it. You'll be on yeah. an episode. And you'll be like, wait, that was my genius idea. And these really cool guys actually did it. <laughs> yeah, and if it's a really stupid idea, we'll call you out and be like, "So and so at yahoo.com suggested we do this, and we thought it was dumb as shit." Yeah, <laughs> we want them to burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's the risk you take by leaving us a voicemail. Yeah, yeah, that. we keep it real here on Comics and Chronic. All right, we love our fans, yeah. but don't push it. <laughs> it's a conditional love. Lots of conditions. Yeah, we're toxic as fuck. no just kidding definitely want your input and yeah check out the website let us know what you think okay peace hi you're listening to comics and chronic and i'm jacob h i'm cody cannon and i'm anthony ianaccio and you can tune in every thursday to hear new episodes of comics and chronic and make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter at comics and chronic that's comics the letter n chronic We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.